0: So, Shiloh Caparita, Yes, sir. Welcome to the Ace Podcast, A Courage Experiment. It is uh, June 1st. Um, we are at the East End uh, Caparita Abode, um, a.k.a. East End Hunting Camp. <laughs> base camp, camp, base camp. Base <laughs> camp. Um, but yeah, man, thanks for doing this. Uh, I really appreciate it. Yeah. Um, I've got a lot of questions for you. Get right into it, man. That's cool. Yeah. So, um, so first of all, man, just tell me about yourself a little bit. Um, you are, what I know of you is you're uh, one of my best friend's sons. Um, uh, you're his youngest son. And uh, uh, you and I have gotten uh, kind of closer uh, quite, um, yeah, quite recently. We've been hunting a lot together. Uh, my last few trips to Molokai um, you and I have hunted more uh, together and uh, I've really appreciated our our moments together up in the mountains man and um, and I appreciate I appreciate you and I appreciate your uh, your kindness and uh, and uh, you've been very patient with me uh, (laughs) as as a hunter Uh, and yeah um, yeah, I really appreciate it man so let me uh, you know let's let's Talk about you a little bit and your your background here in Molokai. Oh,
1: sucks, man. My name is Shala Caparita. Born in Maui, raised on Molokai. Uh, man, I am 19 years old. Graduated high school in 2022, real recent. Uh, and I am a very avid hunter on this island, and you know, I'm very rooted to the culture. And it's great uh, for having um, for being on this podcast with Jason, man. Thank you
0: yeah yeah man i'm 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 stoked to have you i you know one of my um i'll be honest with you you know i i you weren't you know you and i didn't know each other very well um initially it was really me and your dad and then you know some of your other brothers noah and uh yeah i guess i think mostly noah we were hunting yeah. more together um and then these last few years it's been just kind of me and you hunting quite a bit man and we gotten kind of close up in the mountains and gotten to know each other pretty good and I've uh, come to respect you man a lot um, even though you're you're a young guy and um, your uh, your take your perspective on hunting for your age is very um, it's very mature and um, very respectable Um you know one of the things that really made me respect you is something I saw uh, on your instagram and i'm I'm not on instagram right now anyway um, but you know somebody showed it to me and it was a it was a a video that you did uh, about the pandemic and um I'd really like to kind of dig in on that a little bit and um, you know if you could tell me kind of why you did it what it was about and you know what made what made you do something like that
1: yeah, man. Uh, So back in high school, um, I kind of like we were kind of struggling with the pandemic and stuff like that. And of course, coming from a small island, like uh, the pandemic was something really, really big. And I think a lot of the residents was scared. So the sports system in school was very, very like it was hard it was hard like for for students to overcome like going through going through um sports and you know the 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 school program the d o e it was saying that you had to be vaccinated in order to play sports you know and you we also had to wear a mask, going through stuff and you know being raised on a smile we never had like we we were never told to you have to do certain things in order to like do the things you love mm-hmm. so it was a very it was very difficult um you know, growing up in that time, man, it just high school was very hard. But um, there there's a lot of political points in school, and uh, a lot of teachers pushing political views on on a lot of uh, students. Which, like, for me, for me, like, and and I want to get political on this podcast, but if if I had to say, it's just like, like the pandemic really affected me because I didn't believe in um, taking the vaccine because it. I just I just never thought like I just thought my health was enough, you know, to overcome was going on and stuff like that so i had uh a few teachers come up to me and and telling me like you're wrong you know and i kind of like and i and it it muted me in school you know and i had to say something about it and there was a project about you know um your voice your legacy what what is the legacy you want to leave behind in school and i i turned around i picked that project up and i was like you know what i've been editing videos for a long time like since elementary like, you know, the, but anyways, I edited this video and I put together a, a pretty much a whole documentary of like, like the history behind everything. And man, it came out to like 10 minutes long. I got a lot of views. Mm-hmm. Like the video went around kind of viral around, around the school and some schools in Hawaii as well. But yeah, man, it's, it's
0: been a great experience and things change very quickly. I tell you that in yeah. school yeah yeah no i was when i saw that you did that i was uh um no matter what your your view was on it, it it was a video that i feel like you just needed to respect coming from somebody who was you were a senior at the time
1: yeah yeah yeah, yeah i was
0: senior yeah, yeah k- coming from a senior in high school and um you did a great job i mean whether i believe in uh you know and we could talk about our beliefs that you know whether it's now or or, or a different time you know whatever background you come from uh you know uh and what your beliefs were for the pandemic and and um uh yeah, it's a it was a respectable uh project that you did so yeah kudos to you on that man and i was i was actually kind of blown away when i saw it i was like wow i can't believe that uh you know not to say that you know i didn't think you had the talent in you <laughs> but i didn't i think one of the big things was <laughs> that you you were you were very articulate you know and you 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 articulated your views very well on the video so we'll we'll kind of um uh towards the end of the podcast we'll kind of disclose if you want anyway your social media and yeah maybe somebody can take a look at that and see what they think about it but yeah, yeah, but yeah i was i was uh, impressed by that um on that note um being 19 you know you're a young buck uh you know coming uh, <laughs> coming just graduating recently from uh, what two years ago or yeah, yeah, yeah two, two years, years. ago um, I, I wanted to know actually, you know, what it's like to be a graduate on a smaller island in Hawaii, like Molokai or, um, you know, Oahu is a little different, you know, you graduate in Oahu, there's a lot of stuff that you can, you can get into there University of Hawaii is, is there. Um, but here, if you want to stay on Molokai and, you gra- and you're a graduate, what are, um, you know uh, and you can talk about your I, I know that you went to texas for a little bit you know after you graduated and then you came back but what are what are some of your cohorts like some of your you know people you graduated with and uh, the people that you graduated with and what are they doing uh, for the most part And did a lot of people stay here did did you know are people like working full time jobs here did they get into Um, really positive things are they into drugs or i mean you know i'd really love to know kind of what the culture is for graduates on smaller islands like this
1: uh it's it's real um how to explain this man i i grew up like like i i really was i i knew i was smart man I, i knew i was smart but i just it was like i was so trapped in this world where it's like like you know, hunting and fishing, and I really, I really, I focused on my education, but not really at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was really into sports. The only reason why I wanted to get good grades was to play sports. So graduating from high school, especially on a small island, bro, like, like I, I, I would love to go to college if college was on my mind. You know, I never thought, I never thought of college as a career. You know, like that would be, be that would benefit my future. I never thought about it like that. I always thought that, you know, you can. You can take the boy from the island, but you cannot take the island from the boy. You know, or you know, like mm-hmm. some, there's something around that aspect. But like, I went, uh, when I tried different things, man, I tried to go up to Texas, mm-hmm. as you know, and uh, man, it was difficult trying to try and transition from from simple living to you know uh, traffic lights. And um,
0: yeah, there are no traffic lights yeah, on on man. Molokai. Yeah, yeah that's uh, I don't know if a lot of people knew that, but there's there's not one traffic light on yeah. on the entire island.
1: It just transitioning from that, and also like, Molokai does not have like the violence that is in in the world, man. Like like when I was in Texas, like like just a, like a week before I got there, they said like a shooting at Walmart, you know, and like I never did hear that living on a small island. I'm like, there's no like no there's no shootings on Molokai, you know, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So it was different to kind of to uh, really really uh, just fit in. Yeah. To be honest, yeah. Yeah.
0: And you you I don't say you lasted, but how long were you gone? Like
1: uh, I think I think 4 months and four I months. couldn't I couldn't, man. Yeah, you just, you just needed I, to come back. Yeah, I had to.
0: Yeah. So, um since you came back, right? Mm-hmm. Uh are you having any like what are what are your plans? I mean, you're 19. So what yeah. what are your plans? Are you there is a community community college uh satellite campus here have you thought about school are you because i know you're really big into videos like you're editing Mm -hmm. your own videos and that kind of thing we'll talk about that a little bit later you're 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 hunting almost every afternoon um we'll talk about that as well um you do a lot of fishing as well and you guys go out on the boat quite a bit and man you're living the island life you know um but how are you going to support like how would I say this? Yeah, I don't want to say how you're gonna support yourself, but what w- you, are you gonna stay on Molokai? Is it your goal to stay here and grow up here and and have a family here?
1: I think the long term, like the long term goal, is to be here on Molokai. Mm-hmm. But if like some sometime down the future, like that. Like, it places me somewhere else than Molokai, maybe someplace in the mainland. Mm-hmm. Then it is what it is, you know. Like, I can, there's different routes I can go, you know. But it's it's something where, because I'm so young, like, and I know, like, making mistakes is good when you're young, you know, because you learn from your mistakes. I know that it's just, oh, man, it's so hard for me to pull the trigger, like, to, to actually go out and actually, you know, like, there's college and, you know, and school. I, already, I knew school wasn't for me from the get-go. So, mm-hmm. like, it's hesitant for me to go to school, back to school. Mm-hmm. And then there's also like because I'm 19, I need to be 20 years old in order to. And I I, I want to do this. Like it, that's this is this is what I want to do. Is I actually want to um uh, apply for the, the police department, oh, okay. and, and get in and get into the the police academy. Um, when I turn twenty and then turn twenty one, gra- hopefully graduate. You'd
0: be a great police officer, man. I, just from knowing you, I I, I think yeah, you would. Man. Yeah.
1: So it's, yeah, there's different different routes, and then there's also the yeah, like like you know the videography I've been trying to do and stuff like that, and uh, it's a little slow, but um, uh, it takes a lot of learning and a lot of a lot of learning curves. Especially I've been editing for so long, man. It's just this, and there's so much more to learn with just new technology coming out and stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, it's it's going great though. I, lo- I love I love, even though I'm young and still really really have zero idea how my future is looking. Man, I'm living that island life and I'm loving every second.
0: Good. That's <laughs> yeah. that's that's, uh, that's awesome to hear, man. Um, speaking of the island life and and kind of folding back a little bit on on Molokai in general, um, you know, for a visitor who doesn't know Molokai and they get off the plane here and they're thinking, oh, I'm going to go to one of the outer islands, you know, and I want to get away from the, the Waikikis and the Honolulu's, you know, um, and then they come to Molokai, you know, they take Mokulele Airlines over and they get off and they get a rental and then they get on the road and they see a sign that says, uh, come spend and then go home or just go home. I mean, I don't know if um a lot of people if a lot of people know this but there are big signs right on the main road you know in you know people's yards that say basically go home you know <laughs> as soon as you get off the plane <laughs> so uh, could you explain kind of the not not necessarily the signs but the 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 Molokai culture is very um it's unique yeah. it's unique and you have to really, uh, you get off the plane and you see that it's a beautiful island, mm-hmm. but then you see signs like this, right? Um, be, you know, born and bred here on Molokai, basically, Well, you're born in Maui, right? Born in Maui, but yeah. born in Maui, but bred on Molokai. Tell me about tell me about the culture.
1: So, um, you see, <laughs> that's funny because yeah, that, he, he, yeah, you're very right, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, like like the signs say, "Go home," but. <laughs> If you, if you, I, I say like, yeah, the only way I would honestly talk about this is like, if you look at Maui and Honolulu, you can see like, like the Waikiki beaches and nice beaches, you know, like a good vacation place. But then you, you go into the city and then you're back to the city life. You know, you got traffic lights, you got, you got Walmart, you know, you got Costco and stuff like that. But then, yeah, you come to Molokai and it's so beautiful, but then you see a sign that says go home. Mm-hmm. You don't see go home. You don't see the signs that say go home in Oahu. You don't see signs like that in Maui. Mm -hmm. And because of that, you know, it's it's overrun by, like, those, like, traffic, like, you know, like, it's overpopulated and all the traffic lights. And then you also got, like, different things like crime rates and stuff like that and more accidents and car accidents that's happening. Mm -hmm. Molokai is very rooted to the culture. I'd say that there's a lot of good people. There's also a lot of bad people. But more majority of the people, Molokai is very good have yeah, very good hearts um and the signs i say go home is just keeping the culture like the culture of molokai molokai you know and making sure that molokai molokai does not change ever you know we don't like we don't want um we don't want the the island to be overrun by tourists mm-hmm. and the sign used to say what what was it like spend spend come, go home. yeah come, come spend, spend yeah go home. <laughs> <laughs> come spend go home yeah and then after a while it just said like they crossed out the rest and it just said go home right yeah yeah like i i don't i don't, don't know come, why, don't come don't spend just go home yeah I just go home and i don't know it's and along and like at the end of the day man it's just like home is always home for us you know and like we like as as molokai residents we don't want that to change yeah you know
0: i will i will say this you know just mentioning the sign it's just it's a small percentage, I would think, of people that would want that sign there, you know. Yeah. Um, and but at the same time, I think there's just from being here quite a bit, I feel like there's um a lot of people that really like the sign too, you yeah. know. They really, like you say, they want to keep Molokai Molokai. Mm-hmm. Um, me personally, I'll just give you my my view on it, not not, and it's not necessarily Molokai, I think it's it's Hawaii in general in mm-hmm. a lot of ways. And when I say Hawaii in general, I'm not really talking about Waikiki or or Honolulu and yeah, like yeah. and and you know the bigger parts of Oahu, you know. That's when you come I feel no matter where you're from if you get off the plane in Honolulu, your people are are catering to you as a tourist if you're a yep. tourist. So, I I feel when I see signs like that or when I go to a Hana per se or when I go to certain areas of Big Island Mm-hmm. Um, I get the I get the feeling like YPO Valley places like that. I get the feeling they don't have to put the sign out there. They don't have to say "come, yeah, friend, go just, you home." Just, you, you just know you're not welcome. Yeah, you like, already know you're yeah, not welcome. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, and I feel like that comes from uh, in in some places, I it it does come from a bad place, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know. But it, I feel like the reason why it's like that is because people come some people come to Hawaii and they don't respect it yeah you know they don't treat it well they um, they mess with the wildlife you know they <laughs> try to ride the turtles the exact, or whatever time, yeah. yeah they do things that um, that are, are disrespectful and maybe to some people they don't feel like it is or, or mm-hmm. whatever the case may be but they um, they offend a lot of local people here yeah I definitely. feel yeah yeah. And I feel that that's where where that comes from that's that's on my end from what I've seen mm-hmm. now is come spend go home uh you know is it, should that sign be up there? I mean it's a free country, right yeah, so yeah, it is what it is, but yeah, I wanted to get your background on that because we're gonna talk about Molokai, right, and yeah. we're gonna talk about how beautiful it is, and we're gonna talk about hunting here in a second and, yep, and yep. the mountains and the Just the magical moments that that we spent here, that I've spent here with you and and your family. And people are going to be like, wow, this is... a great place i think i'm gonna look up tickets to (laughs) molokai
1: we're gonna try to paint you guys the best picture (laughs) right
0: (laughs) and then uh then they're gonna get here and they're gonna see that sign (laughs) (laughs) go home (laughs) yeah yeah and it's multiple signs too it's not just one but there's multiple signs like that but but yeah i wanted to mention that and um because it is what it is you know and yeah that sign's been up there for quite a bit um so hunting uh you know you grew up hunting here with your family like your your dad all your brothers um like you you come from a, a big hunting background a lot of history here mm-hmm. um and uh i want to say you hunt almost every afternoon
1: man yeah yeah I hunt i hunt at least three times a week yeah got to, like right. got to. <laughs> yeah. why do you say
0: you got it what do you mean
1: like like it hunt for me hunting is not only hunting bro like like like, there's some people out there. I think like hunting is just getting out and killing an animal. Like for for me, it's not it's not about killing an animal. It's more about the adventure. You know, like the walk, the 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 scenery, especially in Hawaii, bro. You know, like you, it's not like you're walking up and all you can see is hills and valleys. You see hills and valleys and ocean. You know, mm-hmm. like that's what you see. And it's the walk and like and and man, the trophy like. Not every time you're gonna get a like a big buck and most of the time you miss, right? Mm-hmm. And but like the trophy is like a reward, you know? And it's I don't know, man, like just hunting, hunting, I gotta hunt, man. It's just it's also a form of working out, you know? Mm-hmm. Like day, light work, light work. <laughs> you yeah. know, he's walking up and just all you can think about is like, Yeah, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna see something big. I'm gonna see see, see something big and then maybe you won't see something big. But mm. At the end of the day, you're walking back down and it's like, oh, that was a good workout, you know? Yeah. You're not saying like, oh, man, I wish I went this spot or should I not went hunting. I should have been playing video games, but...
0: Yeah. yeah, I love that you say you have to. Like yeah. you say, yeah, I hunt three times a week. And it's an like, adventure, you, man. Like I have to, yeah. yeah. No, that's great. There's you, I, you clearly have a passion for it, you know? I,
1: th- I think there's like nothing... There's nothing like um, being in the outdoors, no service. Like you, mm. you rarely have service, but you're just... You're in tune, you know, with the with the outdoors, and you know, all you all you can hear is birds, you know, big bucks screaming. You know, mm-hmm. you don't hear like phone calls or maybe your phone your phone ain't gonna be going like bang bang bang.
0: You know, mm-hmm. so in certain areas yeah. it is. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You try <laughs> yeah. to ignore it, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but for the most part, you're right. We we are when we're up there. There's there's not a lot of service. Um, can you talk about uh, like access deer behavior? oh man so if i if i was
1: to compare this because i haven't like hunted like mule deer or anything like that or anything anything man, anything bigger than the axis deer to be honest mm-hmm. so i would just speak my perspective on how they just act in general and people people that are listening can compare it to the animals that they hunt mm-hmm. as well but axis deer for me like they're smart they're smart. If that's the only deer I've been hunting like almost all my life and they're smart. Mm-hmm. And it's not like they're getting any more dumber. They're getting smarter every single year. Yeah. And because I, the reason why I say this is because, and, and this goes for access deer in general, like they're exotic animals so they reproduce like, you know, very quickly. So there's no season for it. And on Molokai, like there's something called like gathering rights. Right. So we can hunt state property. Like we can, like the residents can actually hunt state property and, um, at all, I think it's like a gathering rights or something like that. So, but, anyways, long story short, it's just the deers are very are, are getting hunted every single day, mm-hmm. you know, and they're getting shot at by at least once a week, you know, mm-hmm. and it's and it's crazy because the deers are just they they find a bedding area, you know, they they, they hang out there throughout the day, they move to a different area or they just start if they start feeding right and when the night comes they look for water, you know, and and this is where the dangers like comes out and and it's like the deers might have to cross the road into and find freshwater springs at the ocean right Mm -hmm. so then like like it's it's very it's very in tune where like you gotta you gotta kind of i what i what i do in the mountains is i think of the deers like like humans Mm -hmm. you know if it's hot out the deers ain't gonna be in open Mm -hmm. you know they're gonna be at the most shadiest tree in the most coolest area so i think i think all in all, like deer's deer's behavior, are just, they're just like humans, man. Mm-hmm. Exactly like humans, you know? The big bucks don't want to get shot. So they're going to let the small bucks come out. You know, they're going to let the, the rest of the herd walk forward. And then, you know, the big buck is going to start trailing in the back.
0: Mm-hmm. So I think... So you, you mentioned herds. They they run in herds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They,
1: they run in herds, man. Right. Yeah.
0: Uh, herds of, of about how many, would you say, that you've seen?
1: So... If you ever looked on Molokai, the east end of Molokai is very green, right? Like mm-hmm. there's very green. Like the one thing about the east end of Molokai, the, the horns are are a lot, are a lot more nurtured, right? Or, mm-hmm. um, the, yeah, yeah, a lot more healthy if that mm-hmm. makes sense, you know. Yeah. But what I've noticed is that east end they run in smaller herds. Mm-hmm. Like I've seen, I've seen most of the deers and most of the herds I run into up on the east side is very small mm-hmm. compared to the west side. they stay in population, like the herds are like hundreds man mm-hmm. and wow. i i really don't know like the, the real reasoning behind that but like the, it trips me out like the the difference between a dry land to kind of wetlands you know mm-hmm. so i, I really That's, don't know from what but, you've seen though, yeah from like what i've seen yeah seen, yeah smaller yeah
0: s- smaller herds in the in the more lush areas yeah gotcha gotcha um and yeah i i get what you're saying they they would behave like a human would behave because when it's hot they're laying under the trees mm-hmm. right they're trying to get shade uh, cuz they're wearing a, a big fur coat <laughs> 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 uh, and then uh when it's hot they're trying to get close to water yeah. you know and so th- like you you were you were saying there's uh freshwater springs closer to the ocean so they cl- yeah. cross the road quite a bit and that's where a lot of the danger comes in um you know a lot of people would say that you're lucky that you get to hunt all the time and you don't have to pull tags like they do on the mainland you know what i mean so but there's also a trade-off there um on the mainland there's a lot of different species to Mm -hmm. hunt right um but here it's mainly axis deer on molokai and pigs right yeah and some goats yeah correct yeah um but the main quarry is is the axis deer yeah yeah um yeah interesting interesting um you Mostly hunt rifle.
1: Mostly hunt rifle. But yeah, you've been man. getting
0: into bow lately.
1: Yeah, man. Bow hunting is just ugh, different a gentleman rush, man.
0: Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, I've heard I, I have a bow, you know, and I, I've I've shot shot bow a little bit, but I would not consider myself at all a bow hunter because it takes a lot of dedication. Yeah, you have man. to be very accurate. You have to get a, you have to get closer to the animal. Yep. You're uh I nothing against rifle hunters or especially long range rifle hunters and that kind of thing. But, man, I consider bow hunters uh, kind of the elite because they have to be they basically have to get into the deer's living room, sometimes their bedroom in order to to, uh, you know, harvest them and um that's that's a, has that been a big learning curve for you from going from rifle pretty much your whole life to recently getting into bow hunting
1: yeah man um i think i think bow hunting is very difficult yeah very very difficult i think like so i've been hunting rifle like oh man my entire life so like, what, like when did
0: you start hunting you i mean you're 19 now so i was
1: hunting since elementary so i've been going like yeah i've been going like just walking with my dad you know my dad i wouldn't be shooting but you know, you'd be walking up the mountain. And what, uh, what my dad used to call me was um, Packer. You know, he, I used to pack the meat. That's what, yeah. that, that was my job, yeah. man. That used to, that's all I had Bring to do. Bring the Packer in. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't have a I didn't have binoculars, nothing, bro. Like, I was just, like, sitting next to my dad. And my dad would be, boom, you know. And he'd like, okay, let's go. Let's go clean the deer and just pack it down. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, I elementary. And then, um, I think, back in, like, my like fourth grade or something like that, uh, I shot my first buck with a rifle mm. at like 15 yards man it was like wow. super close so do i you, think do you
0: remember that day
1: i i remember exactly man how did exactly. how did you feel
0: was it was it for someone like you was it like uh i mean you grew up in a whole family of hunting so you've seen yeah. a lot of dead animals right yeah, and you, yeah, and you yeah. so how did, was it something that like almost made you cry was it like were you was you're trying to make your your brothers and your dad proud like what how were how you feeling that 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 first time
1: I think the first the, the first like the first animal like I've I've ta- like uh, taken out was yeah that that buck. Um I don't know man it was just my dad my thing my dad surprised me like 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 we were just we were watching this this herd kind of going into their bedding actually. Mm-hmm. And it was like um midday almost midday and we walked up we did a spot in stock. that's what we did and we we sat in this draw and we knew the deers were going to come in. And the herd came in, and the herd came in within 15 yards, and the buck just walked walked right up, man. And my dad, my dad had me set up with a 7mm <laughs> at 15 <laughs> yards. <laughs> so this buck comes in, man, and my dad, my dad goes, okay, I'm gonna take the take the safety off and just put him put him put it right on top, and I shot it and just a oh, buck just kind of wobbled and fell down and my reaction was just like no ways man like that was that that was like that was easy you know like that mm-hmm. felt easy to me
0: mm-hmm.
1: and like like it, it kind of it gives you like a second of appreciation where it's like bro like this animal is just alive you know mm. you know and now now it's like now we're cleaning the deer and then after that we're back at home making the meat good and we're prepping the meat and then we're eating it for dinner mm-hmm. like it, it gets it it gives you a lot more appreciation to what what you're what you're taking out you know in a, in the mountains so for me yeah it was a, it was a it was a big learning curve my first deer like mm. my reaction was very um like damn like yeah like hunting hunting with a gun is like feels like cheating sometimes you know like you're, yeah but
0: you know. the life that you're taking though um I, 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 I there's no other way to say this other than if you're hunting a lot I mean you're hunting you're hunting three times a week yeah you're taking a lot of lives right yeah. i mean if you're successful which i've seen you and you are successful pretty much every time you go out mm-hmm. um does it become because you're taking a life does it become um are you desensitized to it
1: as if like 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 it feels like just nothing like
0: it's like it's not i i'm, I'm I hope it's not. I mean, no, no, but yeah, no, but, yeah. but but that that kind of is the que- that that kind of is the question in a, in a way, like the more animals that you kill or harvest or whatever, do you do you think about it like you used to?
1: Yeah. I I I think of it like like man, like like I think of, okay, I when I look at a deer, man, I feel like like even though like it, it's a very prob- it's a big problem. The population of, of axis deer on Molokai is a huge problem, you mm-hmm. know. And like at some at some point you feel bad, you know, like you feel bad where it's like, man, like I just took, you know, I took this deer's life, but all you can do is like just thank God, man. Like I I I look I look at the the deer and I'm just like, oh, thank you, thank you, God, you know, and just for the blessings. Mm-hmm. And I when I go out and hunting, I, I'm 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 killing animals, you know, I'm killing animals, but most of the time I'm I'm kind of just out scouting, man.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I'm just scouting and and. What I think, I think my my blessing that I have and like what what I what I love doing as well is not only hunting, but I love to take friends and you know take, I love to take family you know and put them on some deers you know and mm. that that brings me I think I think that brings me more joy you know, than than actually taking the animal myself. I've seen
0: that evolution in you, believe it yeah. or not. You know, and like
1: like like I've I've come to the point where it's like I see a buck, and I'm like, you know, they are like, oh, shoot him, shoot him, shoot him, and I'm like, nah, bro, here you shoot it, you know. Yeah. Like like you shoot it, and it's not it's not like I'm like I'm like nah I, I it's too small, the buck, you know, it's just like it gives me more joy to see them shoot that buck, you know, it's like mm-hmm. i think I think I think it's just taking a life isn't I think that taking a deer's life is not just like normal it's just it's not a, like a normal day in the mountains, you know it's mm-hmm. just like you gotta you gotta at some point, you gotta tell yourself just like bro animals have a life too <laughs> yeah yeah, <laughs> you <know>? yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: so y- you are thinking about it yeah man right yeah. um i you mentioned your dad quite a bit you have you have uh you're the youngest of four brothers yeah and um what i wanted to ask you is because i've seen your i mean i've spent a lot of time around your family man and, and you guys have a really close family and um i see kind of bits and pieces of you and, and kind of everybody right mm-hmm. um, I know you are you are very you are very close to your father yeah um, could you explain me I, I, I come from a different upbringing I didn't mm-hmm. I wasn't in a family like this and so in a way man I, I'm envious yeah. you know I'm like I, I look at your family and I'm like wow this they're they're one unit. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. You, re- you guys really are. You know, everybody, every every family has their. You know, you're gonna fight. You're gonna argue. You're mm-hmm. gonna, you know, but you guys love each other. You're, you're one unit. Um, can you speak to that?
1: Um, so I, I wanted to speak for my part, but like I know, I know my my older siblings like had it had it uh not worse, but just just they had it they had it uh, a little bit more difficult growing up. Um, I grew up in I grew up on uh. Uh, church property that's how i uh, that's how i grew up it was kind of like a village we all we all lived off the grid and a few other family um family members there as well off the grid uh we ran on a generator bro and then like and no phones in sight you know it was like if you want to go if you want to go have fun go play at rocks outside like that's <laughs> that's what it was you know and like we were very appreciative to over like the smallest things you know mm-hmm. and and my dad taught us growing up, like, 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 you can survive. Like, my dad taught us, like, if there's an ocean, if there's a mountain, you can survive. You know, you can go out, you can go out in the mountains, you can harvest some animals. You can go out in the ocean, you can harvest some fish, and you can have a th- three course meal every night. Mm. And we were eating good, bro, really, mm. really, really good. Like all these fast food and stuff like that, and all these other other uh, food nowadays, man, it's just so unhealthy. But before, it was healthy, you know, like. Fresh, fresh fish, and stuff like that. So, I think I think growing up like like growing up like that made our family closer. Like it it did. Like we we all stuck together because we knew like it was like it was like second nature to us, you know. Mm. So like like if if we had to get fish, like hey, you know, the brothers would be like, hey, we got to get the fish. You know, we go get the fish. We jump on the boat and we we'll be out. And we got to get a lot. We got to get some lobsters for tonight. You know, we'll be, yeah. out. we'll be diving like 40 feet of water, you know, just to get lobster, bro. Mm. And uh, yeah, it's, it's it's more of a, uh, within the family, or well, I would say, I was just going to talk about the brothers, but within, and, and dad, but it's more like a, uh, like a challenge between us, you know, mm. and that's, that's what keeps us going. It's it's a respect thing, you know, like for dad, dad holds the biggest buck out of all the brothers and, you know, mm. and all, the, all the boys in the family you know dad's biggest buck is a 36 so mm-hmm. like so all of us is like like our our goal is like come on we got to beat that 36 inches you know like mm-hmm. 36 and a quarter you know or something like that right. so it keeps us going and it's just it's that it's that respect that we have for each other that keeps us like like strong you know yeah and i think for my dad and my dad man if he was here he could talk about it more um more into uh details but our yeah, family is strong you know? yeah yeah but we I mean, stick together
0: yeah, I can see that. I can see that. And uh, it's a beautiful thing, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially coming from, uh, if if you, if you come from a background that you don't have, I mean, let's face it, there's a lot of broken families these days, you know, yeah. uh, there's, I think the divorce rate is north of like 60%, mm-hmm. maybe 70% or something like that. Yeah. So there's a lot of broken homes out there and uh, stepfathers and stepmothers and stepbrothers and that yeah. kind of thing. And you guys have uh, weathered that storm. I mean, you have your, you you uh, see your mom and your dad pretty much daily, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, you have a sister and you have, um, you know, four, three other brothers. Mm-hmm. And you guys, you see each other. You're all here on the island. You still live on the island. It's, man, it's such a beautiful thing to see, I have to say that. And I feel like, you know, a lot of that is, you know, secondary to, of course, your parents. Yeah. You know, your parents have shown you the way yeah in, in a way um can you tell me um what you've learned from your from your parents or your dad I, mean, I know you're real close to your dad but what um i'm seeing more and more of you uh of your your dad in you <laughs> i should say <laughs> lately and so what are, what are some big lessons that you've learned because you're you're a mature 19 year old man i mean I know you're into like you're you got your social media and you're you're into that and you're in, you know you have your own thing going, but mm-hmm. um, compared to a lot of the uh, other teenagers, you know you're at the end tail end of your teenagers. Yeah. but you know a lot of teenagers that I've seen and talked to and and know um, you're very very mature and I think a lot of that has to do with your upbringing um what has your dad taught you i mean what is what has kept you um so grounded
1: uh i think i think the big one is uh i gotta say is just respect i think that's a big one for me i think i, n- I never wanna like i never want to judge somebody unless i know somebody unless i, know, I get to like i don't want to judge somebody until i you know like until i get to know him what is what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. I think I think going out into the public and stuff like that is like you always got to have respect, you, especially if someone's older than you. Like me, like like if I had to say this, like like me and my brothers fight a lot. You know, we mm-hmm. fight, we we you know we scrap out sometimes, but but it's like there's a pecking order. They're older than me, so mm-hmm. I got to respect that. You mm-hmm. know, and I think going through going through anything like like even when I was in Texas and what keeps me like very rooted is just is having respect for everyone else you know and and someone can be very um very upset with me but at the end of the day it's like i have respect for you you know and like for you jason like like when you first when you when we first met and stuff like that we were we were like um we were we knew each other we talked to each other it's not like it was awkward or anything like that Mm -hmm. but we never really was close right yeah but it, it like and i didn't like I didn't see you as a as a person. Like like uh, shit, you just don't like talk to me or you don't like open up to me. You know, I never see you as that. I had respect for you. Mm-hmm. I think I think another thing is honor. You know, my 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 dad my dad showed me, and um, I think my uh, I think one one major thing is back to family, bro. Mm. You know, dad said like never fight with your family. You know, never fight with your siblings. You never you never hit a girl, you know, like like things like that where it's like it, te- it teaches you like like being a man in the family is, is a hard job, bro. You yeah. Know? Being able to, you got to be able to provide. Like my dad is my dad is very strict on that. Like like you better be able to provide for your future wife. You know mm. what I mean? Like you better be able to um to be able to go up in the mountains and kill a deer and clean it and come home and cook it, you know? Mm. And cook it and cook your wife a good meal. Like that's that's dad like dad was very um mm-hmm. when when mom wanted something dad that was there like dad did it like that man like, yeah and i think i think that's the biggest lesson that has taught me throughout throughout my life is that respect that honor and and being able to provide f- for not even my own family but i can provide for someone else's wedding you know funeral that is coming up and stuff like that mm-hmm. or any event like like Shiloh, i yeah shallow i need you to go get some deer meat um is that is that a big task for you no not at all like bang i can go get it you know Mm -hmm. um so i think it's just i think those big 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 key parts and another thing is god you know and uh um, being raised in the church and um, my my papa my dad's dad was the pastor growing up and then when he passed away my dad was uh took over as pastor so another one is prayer you know staying in prayer and walking by faith and not by sight you know and stuff like that yeah and it's it's it keeps me going man you know it keeps me going of course so yeah a big thing is faith
0: yeah keeping the faith bro that's beautiful now there's uh i don't know what the statistics are but i know that there's uh we've gone from you know churches being filled to like (laughs) churches being half empty yeah right Again, I don't know those numbers, but I know that there's a, not a lot of uh, people have gone to uh, atheism, right? Mm-hmm. They've gone to um, uh, being more spiritual yeah. and not not saying I believe in God. If you were if you were someone, you know, talking to somebody who doesn't believe in God, mm-hmm. and they said that they're they're spiritual, um, but they're a good person, mm-hmm. you know, they're they're they they allow you to have your beliefs, you yeah, know, yeah. and, and you, I know you, you're respectful of everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you say, um, what would you say to somebody like that? Would you, would you, uh, I, of course you're not somebody out there trying to convert people and, and yeah, yeah. To, to Christianity and that kind of thing, but it's a really big force in your life. I've, I've seen that we, we pray before we, we go out to hunt. We pray before we eat, you know, mm-hmm. Sometimes your dad, your dad's a pastor, like as you mentioned, and sometimes just out of nowhere, we'll just say, hey, you know, let's pray, you know, and it's a good feeling. I grew up Catholic. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't, I didn't grow up Christian or born again or anything like that. But your dad has really, as a pastor, has really uh, been just an unbelievable force in my life Mm -hmm. as far as... um, as, as far as God is concerned, you know, and I'm not afraid to say that, you know, yeah. I think a lot of people are afraid to say that today. Like mm-hmm. they're, they're afraid to talk about their faith. Um, and there's, uh, you know, I flew in, I flew into Molokai day before yesterday, or was it? Was it yesterday? Bro, it was yesterday. It bro. was yesterday. <laughs> yeah, that was bad, bro. Wow! And then I leave tomorrow. How crazy oh, that man. just came in for a quick trip, man. I can't mm-hmm. believe it was yesterday, but wow, it's yeah, nuts. Bro. Anyway, flew, <laughs> flew in yesterday. <laughs> uh Hunted yesterday. Hunted all day today, man. Super stoked. Going to hunt in the morning, and then I'm, I leave tomorrow noon. But anyway, uh, that's besides the point. But as soon as I came in, you picked me up. We we got to the house, mm-hmm. and they're cooking food and we sit down to uh to Bible study, right? Yeah man. And um, you know, I'm not used to that. I, I just I'm just not used to that. I'm not used to like but you grew up that way and you're growing up that way and you get that reinforced. That was a that was a Wednesday. So it's a midday Bible study that you got or a midweek Bible study that you have. Yeah. And then your dad does um like men's fellowship which he did this evening or was scheduled to do this evening. I know you yeah. had to work and that but um, I guess my question was back to my my original question was, what would you say to somebody who's spiritual, right, and is doing the right thing in life by being good to people? How would you uh, how would you compare that to to believing in God?
1: Yeah, you you're saying like uh, people that like a good person but just doesn't believe in God?
0: Right, right. Some people would say that oh, because you're not Christian, you're not born again, you're not going to go to heaven. You know that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and this is just an off the cuff question, you know, mm-hmm. just be- just because we're thinking, because I'm thinking about it and, it and it really goes back to your upbringing and family mm-hmm. and it's a big part of it. And it's a big mm-hmm. part of why I can't ignore this. This is a big part of why you're a good person. Yeah. You know, God. Yeah. So s- to somebody who says, I'm, I, I don't believe in God, mm-hmm. but you have your own beliefs. That's Okay. I'm gonna be spiritual. I'm just gonna be a good person. I'm gonna do what's right. And you know, innately yeah. we know what's right and wrong. Yeah. Right. I, I don't say we don't need God for that, but people know what's right and yeah, wrong, yeah, right? Yeah. So, w- what would you say to somebody like that who's who's just spiritual? Um. So, I think so. Just recently, I would say just
1: recently, I've been really like, I've been really like, really, really just. Just keeping the faith, man. Especially now, like not like not able to find my purpose, bro. Like in life, you know. And that's something that always is always like going, like hovering over me. Mm -hmm. And I like walking every day, knowing, like thinking, like, oh man, like the struggle, man. You know, and and I, I like everyone else go through stuff too, but I think for me, is the the biggest thing in my life is keeping the faith and praying, man. Mm -hmm. And and. It's it's a big thing. It might it might seem like it might seem like uh, you know, but it's free. Like 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 keeping keeping faith and praying, it's free, man. Like like mm-hmm. it's there's no there's no um there's no limitations to praying, you know? And it's 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 seeking it's seeking help from from, from God and like from God, man. And I I just oh man, so I always say this, but it's walking my faith and not by sight. So, so like whatever I may be doing, man, it's just like I don't, I don't, um, like I don't see things for like like if I if I'm in a negative situation, I can think of it and be like, oh my god, and just you know go off about it and be, be in that mindset and just over, oh, like overthinking or ve- or being very upset, or I can just pray to God and say, God, like just just please, like just, like. Take this overthinking away, all this stress off my shoulders and just just bring peace over my heart, you know? And it's something, bro, it's something just that it's like it's almost like a miracle that works like this. Like mm. just, it's a work of a miracle, man. And it's, it's almost emotional, to be honest. Yeah, it's it's almost it's almost emotional, bro. So I think like walking up in the mountains, especially, like I pray, man. And 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 my dad says this too, and my mom says this, but he say, they say, you know, when you pray, pray specifically. You know, what you, what you, what you, what you're praying for. Yeah. Like, like who you're praying for. You, you can't, like for me, is that I don't say, oh, but, um, Jesus, like um, keep my family safe. I don't say that. I name every single family member. Like I say, like my brother, holy, kaipo, noah, you know, like oh, my friend, my friend, Jason, you know, keep him safe on his flight back home. You know, I, that's how, that's how I pray. Mm-hmm. And from someone that is a good person, you said, but doesn't believe in God or something like that it's just yeah like, it's just they, like oh, they you consider, can have your own beliefs
0: you know right they consider themselves spiritual but they're but they don't believe in God yeah. and and the I it's I don't want to say it's an unfair question but in a way it is because it's more of like I kind of feel like I'm as, asking myself that question too yeah. um, because I know a lot of people like that yeah. i know a lot of people who are really good people man mm-hmm. they would give the shirt off their back they would do anything for you, you could call them at three o'clock in the morning but they don't believe in god they yeah. just they're they're either spiritual or, or they're mm-hmm. they're just they they just don't believe but they're really good people and then yeah you know, i don't know the bible that well yeah right yeah, but right. i know that you know christians say that um people who don't believe in god are, are not going to go to heaven right so I wonder about. <laughs> I, I can't believe I'm asking you this question, but it's. I feel like it's something that 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 it's in my my own mind that, yeah, I, yeah. that I just kind of uh, just let out on you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no problem, bro. But uh, I but I like what you said, and I feel like uh, that's that's. I say a good answer, but it's a good it's a good way to put it. In yeah. that, prayer is instant. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Like as soon as you pray, I feel. You feel audit- that peace, bro. Yes, you feel that yeah. peace yeah. immediately. Yeah. It's immediate, and um, I feel like, not to take that question away from you, but I feel like the, <laughs> basically what you said is is true. Like that's yeah. the, that's one thing that I would tell somebody who is a good person who doesn't believe yeah. is if you do pray, and from my experience, mm-hmm. it's an immediate feeling of peace. Yeah. It really is.
1: And it, like 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 some pe- you can say like that the person is good, and I'm not I'm not gonna like crap on anyone that doesn't sure. believe in God, you know, sure. I, I, but I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking from my, from my own personal experience, because I always grow, uh, I grew up in the church, you know, but I never kept the faith, I, I never, I wasn't, I wasn't praying and stuff like that, you know, and my life isn't perfect now, I'm going to be honest, okay, my life yeah. is not perfect, you know, like, yeah. like, like, maybe I slack sometimes, I'm praying, you know, I'm, I, I, I cuss too, you know, and stuff like that, so my life, I'm not a perfect person, yeah, but. If I'm gonna be honest, like my life before before keeping the like like walking my feet and not by sight and really giving everything to God is just, it's the struggle is a lot more real, man. Like it's you have no guidance. That's what it feels like. Like I can listen to my dad at the end of the day and do the things that my dad wants me to do, or, um, you know, my dad say you need to go pray. You know, just pray on it. You know, Mm -hmm. And and I can be like, yeah, 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 whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, and I can go to uh, maybe walk, walk in the community and then, you know, someone gets upset with me and then all of a sudden I just, I get super angry. Yeah. But it's nothing like, like, like praying on it where it's like, like, I, I just giving it all to God, like all that anger, like just being like, oh, just please, just, I need the peace, you know, like, especially yeah. if you're, you're struggling with maybe work or something. Mm-hmm. Or maybe maybe relationship problems and something like that, you know? Like that peace over your heart is everything, man. And yeah. And you know it. Like overthinking is hard. And you, it's hard to function, especially yeah. as a man. You, when you're overthinking and yeah. And it's hard to do the things you love. Like even hunting, bro, like you you really you really you're really stuck in your own mind. Yeah. You know, but when you when you pray on it, it's just it's it's so like oh man, it's overwhelming to be honest.
0: Yeah. Yeah. no you're right you're right we um i was telling a friend of mine uh that <clears> when i go up in the mountains um and i'm having issues some people would say because i surf too right you know yeah, go yeah, surfing yeah. too like some t- you go surfing or you go hunting and you get out there and you feel you're you're getting away from your problems yeah but honestly man it's it's on, uh, in a way, magnifying your problems. It's yep. it's making you face what what is bothering you. Mm-hmm. And when I've had uh, times like that in the mountains, I would pray. You mm-hmm. know, and it does it does bring peace. Does it take it away completely? Absolutely not. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. there's you have to do the work. You yeah. have to like work without faith. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah
1: what was that? Was like, wait, wait. <laughs> let me think about that. Wait. <laughs> yeah
0: faith without works i think that's what it that's what it is. Faith it is. without works, i don't know about that either but oh, man, I gotta go. yeah when you think of it let me know I gotta but go talk, to <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I gotta talk to my dad but but yeah um when when i'm out there and you know i'm i'm being i'm facing myself in those quiet moments in the mountains mm-hmm. and i and i know that i messed up or i'm going through like something really tough or whatever um you're you're not getting away from it out there. Yeah. You're 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 facing it if anything. Yeah. And and I feel like prayer has really helped me for sure.
1: You know like me like me like um another thing is like another thing is like sharing sharing your like I don't want to just if especially like someone like you, you know, for example, I'm not going to be like just and I I'm not saying this is wrong, but I'm not going to mm-hmm. like like go over like every every bible verse like in the bible, you know, to you. Sure. But another like i can i can make it like there's another example to like my other friends and stuff like that but it's also being a shining light in someone's life it's so, like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna throw it on you you know what i mean yeah but i'm gonna be like around you because you're my friend i can be like you know like like say we shoot a big buck right mm-hmm. and i prayed on it in the beginning of the hunt and i would be like oh thank you god and mm-hmm. you might be like you know kind of weirded out, is, you're not gonna say it right, you, yeah. like, even though it's like, yeah, thank you, Jesus. You know, you're thinking in your head, yeah. you're not gonna say it out loud, right? Yeah, some people are embarrassed, bro, about sure. to, to say that, you know. But the more you hang around, you, the more you hang around with me, mm-hmm. the more you're gonna be like, so now you're gonna catch yourself, oh yeah, thank you, God, mm-hmm. you know. And then, and then it's like, oh, wow, I just said, I just said, thank you, God, you know, like, yeah. And in my head, I'm thinking, gotcha, <laughs> like, like, yeah. nah, you, 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 you're keeping the fate, man, yeah, like, you, you, like, you might not see it but you have faith, you know, you're, you're walking by faith, you know? Yeah, totally. And like, see, like, I'll be praying for you, you know, I'll be praying for my friends. And it's just, it's, it's a miracle in works because you, like, like you said, like, like, um, man, there's a song actually in church that we used to sing in small, like, um, if you think you can make it by doing good works, you're just fooling yourself. So if you can be the best person, bro. Can be the greatest person in the world and do all the good deeds, but that's not going to get you to heaven.
0: Mm, mm, interesting. So it's
1: very it's a very sensitive subject, man. It is a sensitive subject, yeah, and like,
0: that's that's kind of why I brought it up too, in a way, yeah. because you know it's it's been a big force in your life and it's made you such a good person. And like I said at the beginning, you know, I have a lot of respect for you, and I think that's one of the biggest things you've obviously said that it's your family and your faith um and uh that's made you the, the the man you are and the man you're becoming which is which is a beautiful thing but at the on the other side of that is the people who i know for a fact just don't believe but man they're such good people yeah you know and i've talked to my friend inoka on in and about this too like and he's in a way, he doesn't know what to. Say. He's a pastor, and sometimes yeah. he doesn't know what to say to it too. Because he he shakes his head and he says, "Yeah, there's some really good people out there too." Mm-hmm. You know, and and he, I think he leaves it at that. You know,
1: yeah, and, you know, God, God works. I'm gonna say this is God. God works in mysterious ways, man. It's just like at one at one one point, you, you're telling yourself, like, uh, just just a waste of time, maybe. You know, just praying is just may just be a waste of time. Mm-hmm. And then another 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 day, you're gonna be like, man. It works you know it works and it's it's not like it costs you anything yeah it does, you, you're not spending too much time you know you you, yeah. you you're just oh, man we just had this in the bible study they said faith is small as a mustard seed can move mountains wow so it's like yeah man i can be i can be i can be praying for so many people and then all of a sudden like i see them next time and they're just you know i can be i can be praying for someone that's that, that like i see in town you know, and it could be just a random person. Like, oh man, this guy looks like he's high. You know, mm-hmm. and the next time I see him, he's just, you know, good, yeah. healthy. You know, and it's just, it's man, it's just a work of, of faith. Uh, you know, I, I keep saying faith, but mm-hmm. it's 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 big, man. It's
0: it's for me, it's a very personal word. Yeah, yeah. Um, on that end, you were talking about like you could see somebody in town, or you know, uh, and be praying for them for for. Uh, Whatever reason, whether they're on drugs or they're homeless and that kind of thing, mm-hmm. um, you guys just had a big, um, a big event here on on Molokai that was not. Um, uh, it was in the news. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, was, it was very. I didn't know about it until I got here. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's the. It w- is it the only shooting ever on Molokai? It was.
1: Uh, it was the only
0: shooting. Yeah. That, I think it was. I think it was the first shoot, the, um police shooting. Yeah. The oh, the pr- first police yeah. shooting. Yeah. ever on Molokai. First wow. Police shooting. Um, are you because of? And again, I d- I didn't know anything about it until I got here, but I, I've realized how big it of an issue it, it is, mm-hmm. and it only happened a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Um, man. do you want to talk about it or no?
1: Um, I think. I think. As far as as far as what happened,
0: um, the the only reason why I'm asking is because you're, it was your family.
1: Yeah, uh. So his name is I'm gonna just get into it and see where it goes. But so his name was Nathaniel Naki. Yeah, uh, I I never really grew. I grew up around him, kind of like here here and there. He was a good guy. i will be honest. He was a good guy. He was nice. He he didn't bother, you know. He always had a smile on his face when we passed by. And I, I think he did, he did suffer somewhat of like uh bipolarness and stuff like that. He did I think he did get violent here and there, but I'm not entirely sure. I'm not going to just say things cuz um you don't know
0: what his diagnosis was, Yeah, right? Exactly.
1: So. so, I was I was um just what happened that day it was just tragic, man. Um I've seen him I've seen him before. I've left and he didn't look well. He did not look well. He didn't look like... Uh, he he didn't look like the Nathaniel i, I seen, you know, and I, I've seen pass by uh, of the and Molokai. And clearly, clearly, um, he was under the influence of uh, probably drugs. Something. Yeah, so yeah, so like substances, you know, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm not, insure, I'm not entirely sure what it was, but it was not Nathaniel, you know. And uh, the police arrived on scene... Um, Became on scene because of the a disturbance, but when they arrived on scene, he was wielding a weapon, and uh, the police did what they had to do. And I like, like, yes, Nathaniel is my family, and I don't wish, I don't wish anything upon him. And I, like, I, I, like, like the things that happened that day. There's, there's two sides of every story, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm not gonna say anything about it, but all I can say is that, man, it's, it was, a, it was a sad day that's all for both sides for um the suffering on the police department side and you know and the Naki family as well but man prayers go out to family and um the police and just the community of Molokai that's all man it's just pray for us
0: that's all right on right on yeah i i appreciate you just saying that little bit on it um and and i wanted to mention that just because we, we you and i talked about it off air yeah, and uh you you got into it pretty deep and i i have a lot of sympathy for your family i have a lot of sympathy for the police department and the people who are involved on both sides of that and all the people that are hurting you yeah, know man. from from that uh from that incident it's uh it's very 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 sad yeah man yeah um so we'll leave that there yeah that's great yeah um man i wanted to talk to you about social media Okay. Oh, what about? Because <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're oh, you are very social media savvy. Mm-hmm. Um, let's mention it now. What's your? Well, we'll mention it again at the end, which is I don't know who knows if it's coming up or not. But what's your what's your social media handles? Man, the only social media I'm
1: on is um, is Instagram. Like yeah. that's the only oh. that's the only social oh, media. Okay. Um, you were on TikTok though. I was, and then I deleted it uh, just for just. Tell me s- why. S- tell me why. Bro. Very time consuming, you know that. Like, yeah, yeah and, and I know people people that is listening to his podcast that watch TikToks. They know. They they know. <laughs> I like, trust me. They know. Like, it's very very time consuming. Just scrolling and, oh man, you can be you can be like nine o'clock one time, and then the next is like 12,
0: 12 to two o'clock. You know, scrolling. I'm so happy I didn't get into TikTok. Yeah, don't Jeez. do it. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah um but yeah so you were on it then you're off of that yeah, and then yeah yeah those the reason why speaks for itself i think um yeah the your instagram is what
1: uh my instagram is shiloh that is uh s-h-i-l-o-h underscore boy b-o-y mm-hmm. um that's just my that's my personal account um it's open so and you know, if you guys want any more information about molokai you guys can dm me on top of there
0: yeah, like uh, access deer hunting yeah. and that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's great. That's great. I, I know that you're you're big on uh, you know if anybody needs information or you needs help and and whatever you're you know you're you're there for 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 that kind of thing. Um, you've been doing a lot of videos, a lot of hunting videos. Yeah. Um, are you are you starting to do that a little bit more professionally or you or know I would you like to?
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm trying. Like like um, professionally, yeah. I, and that's 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 a dream bro Mm. that is such a dream you know and i'm trying i'm trying to get into that um i think i think personally like the camera the camera gear i have is not like it's just it's nothing you know it's just (laughs) i just gotta like i just gotta work with it you know and that's all and especially now bro like the like the the iphone cameras and stuff like that and i think i was mentioning this to you earlier but yeah the iphone cameras bro it's like it makes great footage like super crazy footage yeah i don't know if you heard this but the company uh, or not the company but the youtube channel hushin um Mm -hmm. these guys made a video uh i think using the iphone 13 yeah entire video bro yeah movie crazy yeah it was crazy yeah Yeah,
0: 4k movie yeah but it's nuts yeah um so speaking of that hushin um i i i I think i've seen like just a couple of their videos they're really popular hunting videos the hushin ones uh, yeah they're 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 cool man yeah who yeah. else do you like who who, who who else do you watch um i watch i think
1: i watch hushin more than anyone else i think i watch um as far as that is uh his name is chris b he's a bull hunter mm-hmm. he's very he's very talented i think in uh like archery tournaments and even in hunting and stuff like that he just posted a video of him shooting an axe there i think it's
0: huge man wow a big Where buck, man. in Hawaii? Texas. Texas? Oh, Texas! Yeah, 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 I think yeah. It was Austin, Texas. Bro, yeah. we got to go to Texas, man. We should. Yeah. We should. That'd be interesting to hunt Axis in Texas.
1: We should. We should shoot a big buck and then bring it back to Molokai
0: <laughs> and then just just be like, oh, we look we at should, us.
1: We shot a thirty-six. Yeah, <laughs> right here. <laughs> it was right here, right behind yeah. your yard. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious, oh,
0: man. man. People would be up there in us in a jiffy. <laughs> yeah. Everybody would be like, oh, look, you heard about Shiloh's buck, bro? A yeah. freaking big yeah. buck. They <laughs> shot him on the East End. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, uh, hey so uh so Hushin is one, right? Yeah. Uh, who else you like? Um for hunting videos.
1: Shucks, man. What is a good one? Mm. Shucks. I don't really oh, man. gritty, baby. Yeah, that no, that's the only time I watched it though was, was was with you. Up okay, here. yeah,
0: yeah, that's my favorite man right he's now. He's good.
1: He like I think I think every every YouTube channel has their own style. Yeah, and and Grady has a very unique like very yeah. very unique yeah. style, man. It, I love I love his like I, I love, love his content. Some, I love me some Grady, dude. Yeah, he's Brian, good. Brian Call,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. and I, a lot of his. Um, his beliefs and, and and a lot of the things that he yeah. says really resonates with me too he's a he's an upstanding man he's like oh, yeah. you can yeah, just yeah. tell that guy's a man yeah yeah know? yeah, <laughs> yeah <I> look <laughs> he's great man yeah i love him and you know who else i like that y- you haven't watched him very very much but he has this guy ryan lampers that That was
1: the one on that that um was it the mule deer or white tail
0: Man, he's he's hunted mule deer, bear, like. Um, and they're, seen, they're always together, right? He's seen in the video. moose, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I think it's. I mean, I've I've backed up like some earlier stuff, and I don't I don't see Ryan like in the early stuff, but mm-hmm. in the last like like I don't know like 15, 20 episodes maybe or like close to that. I know that he has a lot of Ryan Lampers in there, man. That guy's a that's that guy's a beast too. Yeah, yeah. So, I bet. and uh, who else do we like? Um, Man, you know who I really uh, I used to watch before all these guys is Jim Shockey. That's, that's, that's an old man, right? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Don't call him an old man, bro. <laughs> <laughs> the, I
1: mean, I like that's the one that's on the, the TV, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, He's no, the he's ra- little, ra- reason why I call him old man because he's a little older, but he's he's got wisdom. He's the one with the long hair, right? Yeah, he's got the white bro, hair. He, the, the reason why I call him old man is because back in the day, like oh God, I seen back in the day, like it's freaking twenty years ago, but yeah. like back in like high school. I used to play this video game called um, Call of the Wild. Mm. It was a hunting game. And oh. he was the the voice narrative on no top way. of that. Yeah. No way. Interesting. And, yeah. So, like, like you can, bro, it's like a, it's a big map and you can hunt all the animals, bro, there. And you oh, got to, like, you, you have to purchase, like, your rifles and stuff like that, bro. And he, and the reason I call him old man, because I used to call him, oh, the old man is talking again. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, why yeah, I call him old man. Yeah. So, Sorry, <laughs> no, no, it's all, I was kidding
0: in a way, but um, I, I have a lot of respect for his for his He's stuff. He, he does uh, he does a good job, yeah. and his Uncharted series is awesome. I've, I've listened to him talk on Joe Rogan about it. He's uh, sweet. Yeah, what is st- that? What is that old guy up?
1: Uh, Where's that <laughs> other? The other guy that I the one I was was watching that one night.
0: Um, uh, what's his name uh randy newberg yeah yeah he's great yeah randy very old school yeah, i love it bro. yeah randy's old. randy's cool man i like randy too he's uh tells it like it is type of guy yeah you know yeah randy newberg i'm trying to think of anybody else who's really kind of been uh kind of inspirational meat eater meat eater yeah uh, meat, meat eater is a yeah, big one great. yeah i really like uh steve, steve Ranella is very like he's poetic yeah yeah, yeah. he is it, it just it's like it's a very cinematic, yeah. Like the
1: start to the end is like
0: just yeah. Well, he, his falls. I mean high production. I yeah, mean, you yeah. could just yeah. tell that's like full on television series, Netflix, all that kind of stuff, big dollar type yeah. of stuff. But at the root of it all is 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 Steve Rannella, which is you can just tell he's been hunting a long time. Yeah. He's got a lot of experience and he works hard. Yeah, yeah. He he seems he. I, I, it seems to me like he's the type of guy just no bullshit when it comes to like his content. Like he's not yep. gonna put anything out that he hasn't probably seen or reviewed probably like ten times before it goes yeah. out. Yeah, I like that. That's you know, Brian Call I think is the same way. Gritty. gritty. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think gritty does that kind of thing too. This just excellent. Just really excellent. Yeah. yeah. But um but yeah, man, originally like I wanted to talk with you mostly about just Molokai and Axis Deer so you could kinda give people an idea of the culture of Molokai and access deer behavior in, in contrast to my first podcast with, with Oren, who is a deer biologist who mm-hmm. we were, um, we just talked a lot about, um, mule deer because I drew a tag in, yeah. in New Mexico this year. And so, um, this was kind of to kind of contrast that as far as deer behavior. Yeah. Um, but, it's cool that we got into uh some some molokai culture yeah, and man. and uh and some other stuff which is which was really cool. Um is there anything else you'd like to uh people to know about uh whether it's molokai or um about deer hunting or or anything um
1: i just uh as far as like just molokai and just I me mean, i'm like hunting Three times a week, so that's that's like that's probably like max to be honest. Mm-hmm. Three times a week, um, and I just say maybe it's just hard, hard to find some those big trophy bucks, the kind you see on you know on everybody's uh, like from Texas and stuff like that. Those huge access bucks because scarce
0: because they're being hunted every day here. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But like when you find them don't screw it up that's all that's all you got to tell yourself. don't
0: screw it up man yeah yeah if somebody was they're listening to this podcast and we we haven't even gotten into like the the waterfalls and how beautiful and how just amazing this place is but if somebody was listening and they said wow you know they're they're looking up what axis deer look like and Mm then maybe even like watching a couple videos right now and be like wow that looks like fun what would be somebody's first step? Not that we, you you would know like the intricacies to this, but somebody who's like you know in Idaho or yeah. Iowa or something, and they're like listening and they're like, "Man, that sounds cool. I'd love to do that." Mm-hmm. What 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 would you say to them as far as first steps? And um, and if you if you do know that, that's great. If not, um, that's fine too. But once they get here, let's say they get off the 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 plane, mm-hmm. what what um kind of what would you tell somebody like that to have a good experience on the I
1: think I think for me it it, it all depends on who's guiding you. Mm-hmm. I think I think the energy that your guide brings is is what's is what's gonna make it or break it. Like if your if your guide is is a type of person that just, uh, like is is a, is just a very big downer, you know, like you you might miss a buck and then he might be like. Oh, makes you feel it makes you feel really really bad you know yeah I think to experience like Molokai you gotta you gotta experience like hey there's always there's always there's always this evening you know there's always tomorrow you know po- positivity yeah positivity man and you yeah. you're gonna love it you're gonna you're gonna have a lot of fun mm-hmm. but if you have like that walk of shame and you and and they just dread in it and you dread in that walk of shame bro all you can be dreading in that thing all week mm-hmm. you know that's and if you're not successful and you miss or exactly, whatever yeah. bro yeah. so like I've, I've 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 guided before i've guided a lot of people actually um and i'm 19 years old so I, and i've guided a lot of people all over the world
0: man you're like a you're like an up-and-coming remy warren in a way like remy remy was uh i love remy warren's yeah, videos too. that's great. somebody we didn't we didn't mention but i think remy warren was was guiding your at your age or younger like he was guiding yeah, like he's- like big time elk hunts and that kind of thing at, at a very young age yeah. and he's blossomed into like this uh, this amazing uh hunter that hunts around uh-huh. the world um and and puts out some really great uh content for people and so yeah. and he's got a really good educational podcast mm-hmm. too uh, i think it's called live wild or living wild or something like that with remy warren but Sick. But um, but yeah, man. it Looks like you're following in those footsteps, and just by what you've said about being positive, that's something that seems like he he uh, he, that's one of his kind of uh, his little mission statements too. Like he he makes sure makes makes his uh, he's he he still guides now, and so so yeah. So I feel like um, gotta go hit him up, bro. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds like very high dollar uh but he um it sounds anyway like he has that same kind of philosophy and wants his his clients to have like a really good time Mm -hmm. so can can people not that you're like a a a hawaii a hawaii hunting guide and i think that's easy to do by the way to get that license but um or fairly easy to Mm -hmm. do but if somebody wanted to hit you up like as far as dms and uh on your instagram and wanted to ask you questions about that kind of stuff is that cool
1: like oh, yeah them. totally man um i have i have a few i think i have a few um outfitters here molokai um that that does guides um that you I don't can know, suggest yeah. yeah that I yeah that i can um suggest personally just by knowing them personally nice and my dad <laughs> this is the funny part my dad is the one that like kind of kind of uh took them hunting when they were kids that, the guides yeah wow so wow. that like this so it's kind of like it's kind of like an um it's part of me as well you know yeah like they, they have they have the same um how can I say this? the same style of guiding as as me so yeah I can't I can't complain your, about it you know your
0: dad is a guide whether yeah. he's he's licensed or not he is a guide yeah like he's, he's great, he's yeah, great he's a, he's guiding, yeah he's he's amazing he's amazing at 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 putting you on yeah. animals and like and making sure that you're doing the right thing and yeah and he's he's just as excited when you mm-hmm. when you harvest something. Yeah, he's great like that. And you have been too, man. You you that's in your blood. You're you're 100% yeah. correct. The other part of this is is that um yeah, that that hunting aspect of that somebody who gets off the plane and that kind of thing as far as culture goes, the people who see those signs and maybe not get the um Honolulu experience of like the the red carpet here on Molokai, what would you tell somebody like that who maybe it's like, wow, this place is very different. Like, yeah. I, it's not, it's, you know, we flew into Maui, and it was a very different experience than flying into Molokai. I would just say, like, like if, if this is your, um, if you're coming to Molokai,
1: and you have a guide set up, you know, like a hunt set up with some local people, don't worry about it. <laughs> don't yeah. worry about it. Just say, hey, this guide is taking me, Yeah. you know. And you, some people might just be like, you know, but as long as you know that guide and that guy knows you you know and that guy the the person that is guiding you on the island is like like these people is with me you guys are good like you don't almost know like me. your protector yeah exactly it's more like your guardian on molokai mm-hmm. but it's, like i'm not saying that you have to watch your back you know what i mean mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not like people are going to like do something any like like dumb or anything like that but um if you're alone yeah
0: let's say you're alone. You're, if you're, you're
1: alone and you have you have no
0: guide, you just came to visit. Yeah, you just came to visit. And you're just, you're, you just you you just want to soak up in the Molokai culture. Maybe you want to see access, deer. Maybe you just want to kind of you know dip your toe in the water and just take a look. Um, it's open, bro. Like
1: like like, do it. You know, mm-hmm. no one, no one's gonna stop you. I think the biggest advice I would say, just just so you can kind of ignore the ignore the uh, the drama, is respect the aina, or respect the land. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that goes for. Uh,
0: Aina, Aina in Hawaii means land. Land, yeah. Uh-huh.
1: So like, like you're gonna you're gonna go to the beach. Don't throw rubbish, obviously, you know, and stuff like that. You see turtles or even a, a seal on the on the beach. Don't go up and touch it. You know, mm-hmm. just just be respectful. Keep your distance. Take pictures from a distance. Um, as far as the mountains and stuff like that, don't get caught going off property. You know, stay on public property. Maybe you might just be going to. I and mean, maybe on your way, like you are gonna see like at the airport, you're gonna see like the mountains and the flats and the dry areas, right? And maybe on your way down into the main town, which is Kanagakai, you might find some deers on the side of the road. Just keep your eyes open, you know? Like mm-hmm. you can find deers easily on Molokai. You just gotta look. Like mm-hmm. like seriously. Like deers are everywhere. That's why. Bring your binos. <laughs> Bring your binos. Bring bro. Your yeah.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And what what I get from that is just, you know if you get here and it's not the environment that you or the the, the red carpet treatment that you get on Oahu or yeah. or, or or Maui. Just be respectful. Yeah. Right? And um and have some patience is what I would exactly. say too. Yeah. You know? Have some patience and have some understanding of what uh the people here mm-hmm. live every day. And the tourists that they see every day and maybe the lack of respect sometimes that they see as well, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: Just, just, I think, I think for the, for the, for the most part, it's just just small wants to stay Molokai.
0: You know, that's, that's it.
1: Like that's literally it. Honestly. Yeah.
0: That's a good place to end it, man. Yeah, man. I love you, bro. Thank you so much for this, man. This is, uh, this has been, this has been great. And, uh, Hopefully we get to do it again, and maybe we'll do like a, you know, uh, a three-way with your dad, right, where we can all sit down and and, and chat a little bit. Blessed to have you back on Moloka. Thanks, brother. All right.